0: Money FM 89.3, best of drive time. You are listening to Money FM 89.3, and it's now time for Under the Radar with me, Chua Tian Have you ever tried picking up a foreign language, and if so, are you still using it? Now, in case you're wondering, why I'm asking this? I'm asking it only because job demand for bilingual speakers is growing. Now, according to a report by Tech Republic citing data from FlexJobs, there were over 1,700 bilingual remote jobs listed as at early 2021, which is about a 30% increase from that figure uh, before the pandemic. And it seems like job demand for bilingual speakers is on the rise as the world becomes increasingly globalized. Question is... How do we master a new language and how do we get ourselves familiarized with some of the jargons used in professions like law and finance? Well, one startup in Singapore is aiming to address that. It crafted a business language app to provide professionals with content and tools to operate proficiently in business Mandarin. And we want to find out more from Daphne Tay, CEO and co-founder of Blue End. Well, Daphne, it sounds very exciting here. We briefly touched on this in the introduction, but tell us more about Blue End, your business model, product offerings and industry positioning
1: first of all uh, thank you so much for having me Tian Tian I'm really excited to share more about Bluant with you and um, the listeners out there Um, so Bluant is actually the world's first business language learning app our first uh, language that we're offering is actually business Chinese and Bluant actually stands for business fluent so it's actually pronounced as uh, fluent but with a B and our mission is really to bridge the business language learning gap um, for professionals and corporates to communicate effectively and connect people together so a common question I always get is you know there are so many language learning apps out there in the market today so how exactly is Blue and different um, actually most of the language learning apps focus on um, beginner or casual language acquisition so things like you know directions food clothing but If you really look at the market, 60% of professionals are actually learning languages for employment, as you had rightly pointed out in your introduction. And this is really where Bluen comes into the picture. We contextualize language learning focus on work topics, um, having a growing suite of more than 60 courses where users can learn on the go through their mobile phones anywhere, anytime. And examples of such courses are for people in the financial services field, financial statements, wealth management. m and evaluation for people in the legal sector, intellectual property, contract law, arbitration, so on and so forth. And our learners can actually learn from a suite of more than 2,000 practice questions per course and use real-life case studies to hone their language learning skills across the entire language learning spectrum like reading, writing, listening, and speech. Right. And I must say that I've uh, actually downloaded your app to try it out. <laughs> uh, the
0: courses provided takes less than 10 minutes a day to complete. But uh, coming from That's a higher right. Chinese student, if you're a Singaporean, <laughs> you, you might know. It is actually not easy to get familiarized with the financial, uh, financial statement terms used in Mandarin. So uh, yeah. tell us, with a 10-minute block, how effective is it?
1: Yeah, um, really good question. And I'm excited to um, share a statistic that might surprise you. So um, we're actually very encouraged by the efficacy that we have seen from our learning studies. Our users actually can retain 70% of the words that they have learned um, from the one to two courses that they pick up. Um, so that's that's about, say, 20 to 40 terms, um, just within two weeks of using fluent. And this is very, very exciting because our research shows that this is actually three times more effective than going for an offline course um today we actually have users also working in top tier companies tech firms like ByteDance, amazon banks like goldman jp morgan using our application and 80 percent of them are actually willing to recommend our app to their friends and family which is truly a testament to the efficacy of our learning pedagogy and um, relevance of the courses that we are um, providing to them um one kind of like Quick anecdote that I would love to share is that we actually had spoken to one of our users who's working at a law firm. Um, He actually found Blue and To the App Store and um, he really wanted to impress his clients because he started seeing a lot of Chinese deals coming in. Um, He then, yeah, so then he then spent about, say, Thirty minutes a day, um, really rigorously studying and learning from the application in a very interactive manner. Um, and fast forward, uh, most recently, he he contacted me actually saying that you know thanks to Blue and he is now much more adept at talking to his clients. But more importantly, mm-hmm. he actually recently it surprised himself that he managed to make a pitch in Chinese. Um, and you know such anecdotes really <laughs> keep our team inspired and motivated to work harder mm-hmm. to bring more courses, uh, features, and also make. Mm-hmm learning business language easier um, and more palatable for our users. Yeah, you mentioned about JP Morgan. You mentioned about some big names there.
0: So Mm -hmm. I am keen to find out, how do you make money out of them? What is your revenue model? And do you intend to make it kind of like an enterprise subscription where the whole company subscribes to your service? Then it makes it easier for you when it comes to getting revenue, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, So we have two revenue models. We offer enterprise packages uh, with a focus on professional services firms like uh, legal, tech, and the banking sector. Um, Revenue model, pretty simple and straightforward. We charge on a subscription basis um, on a annual subscription basis. So we give these enterprise full access to not just the courses that um, individuals see on the application, but also a learning analytics dashboard to be able to see um, how exactly are your learners learning on an enterprise-wide level, and a glossary of terms that you can check on the go verified by industry professionals. Um, Individuals like me and you can also download it off the App Store and subscribe on a monthly or annual subscription basis such that we are able to um, unlock the full suite of learning courses.
0: Right. And definitely take us through the current scale of Blue End. How many people do you employ? How many markets are you in? What's the app downloads? And I understand you are also generating
1: positive cash flow. So take us through some of that uh, things that we need to get sorted up. <laughs> yeah, so we uh, currently have about 12 team members that I'm very thankful for. A lot of them are experts in the respective fields. Um, we are actually a global business. So uh, we have almost 3,000 over users with our app being made available globally. Um, our users come from countries, not just Singapore, but also the United States, Hong Kong, Australia, Indonesia. Um, and we. However, we are currently focusing our efforts um, on Singapore um, because we believe that we can not only capitalize on the bilingualism nature of our focus of our country, but also, more importantly, the fact that Singapore is very much the uh, APEC headquarters for many global companies. So we intend to leverage on our strength, having establish a footprint and foothold in um, Singapore and the companies here to then expand globally. Um, in terms of the uh, revenues, we are very highly encouraged by the take up of our clients from both the uh, legal as well as the tech sector. Um, revenue as a result has been positive and growing. So um, yeah, we are very encouraged by that and uh, we'll continue to keep hustling on. <laughs> <laughs> right. If you're just tuning in we're right now in
0: conversation with Daphne Tay, CEO and co-founder of Blue End. And Daphne, I really want to congratulate you and your team for completing your first round of funding, close to $2 million, I believe. Uh, who were your Thank investors? You so how, do you, how do you intend to use the money? Mm.
1: Um, yeah, so I think we're very thankful for the uh, support of our investors. Uh, we have Forge Ventures, the seat arm of Alto Partners, as well as Ventura Capital, and a few strategic angel investors um, who, who are helping us pave the way, not just to in the international markets, but also into enterprises. Um, and we most recently just... Uh, got selected to be part of the Google for Startups Accelerator program, uh, which we have learned so much from the experts there. Um, To your question, in terms of what are the funds going to be used for, um, we will be using it to expand our team, um, scale up our market outreach, as well as iterate our product and continue to build new features that will keep our users happy and engaged on our platform. Um, On the product front, we also, uh, beyond new courses and new language pairs, Uh, we're also building features to complement our language learning tool. Um, One that we are really, really excited to um, launch soon is actually a series of business culture courses um, and a productivity tool where users can learn from their day-to-day documents um, in a foreign language. Uh, We often stay close to our users to find out their pain points and strive to solve them through our product offerings.
0: Right, and this question, I'm fairly excited about it, (laughs) Daphne. You're starting out by helping professionals, especially I would assume professionals in Singapore, operate in business Mandarin, Mm -hmm. uh, equipping people familiar with English, with Chinese or business Mandarin skills. What are the reasons behind that? And the the bigger question perhaps is, is it equally lucrative the other way around when you look at it, equipping people perhaps in China with business English skills, or is that a smaller market for you?
1: Yeah, that's a a very interesting question, Tian Tian. Um, Actually, the backstory behind starting with Business Chinese is a personal one. So um, Bluen actually started out as a venture to solve a problem that I personally faced um, in my previous role as a management consultant. So um, at a point in time when we are working with Chinese clients, there's just no one source of truth of what the right uh, business Chinese terms would be. And also, if you turn to translation engines, what might happen is you might result in quite awkward encounters with your clients yeah. uh, or people that you're working <laughs> with. <laughs> yeah, so um so, so so with that kind of um uh, experience or uh, experiences that I had, uh that was really why I uh we started out with business Mandarin. Um uh, but Actually Mm. reflecting back on the journey so far, um, starting with business Chinese was actually um, tricky because as you know, Chinese is one of the most difficult languages to learn um, and pick up. And from a technical perspective, it's also quite difficult to crack. and but actually from a market opportunity perspective uh, we see a large and growing market uh, with internationalization of china and its firms and i think uh, you probably will have covered it in the last couple of weeks but we start seeing a lot of articles where um, high net worth individuals or ultra high net worth individuals Mm. from china moving to singapore um, and also moving to different countries and setting up their family offices and with this movement of wealth right um, it will become more and more important or imperative to be able to speak in their language to better serve their clients needs and when the, the interesting thing is right when we see firms starting to compete with one another to be able to secure <laughs> that they'll get themselves in front of their <laughs> clients um, being mm. to build being able to build that rapport and relationship in the language that their client is most familiar with becomes more and more important so um, with that that's why we start seeing more and more take up from our uh, from our clients and uh, but that being said uh, back to your question uh, we are also working on offering business english courses on our platform so you can look forward to seeing that mm-hmm. really soon yeah
0: okay so beyond english and mandarin what are the mm. other markets you're expanding into what plans do you have for 2023 that any
1: teasers for us <laughs> yeah um so beyond english and chinese that we have on our platform right now um a couple of languages that we're looking to release uh, both uh, a few would be bahasa indonesia japanese and spanish at least across this ah, year and okay. next year yeah yeah big market there in Southeast Asia yeah and uh, before we
0: let you go Daphne Bluent is a member of the Action Community for Entrepreneurship, or ACE, and I understand you serve on the Youth Subcom as well. It's
1: their 20th anniversary. Anything you'd like to share on that note? A very quick one before we let you go. Okay, yep. So ACE is actually uh, celebrating 20 years of building a thriving startup ecosystem in Singapore. And as a founder myself, I'm personally very thankful to uh, the organization to have been there to support startups and provide opportunities for founders like myself to learn and grow. Um, That's also why I decided to join as a volunteer and contribute and give back. So ACE is launching the inaugural ACE Startup Awards Here's a shout out. We welcome startups and ecosystem partners to support. <laughs> right, that was Stephanie <laughs> Chase, CEO and co
0: founder of BlueEnd. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.